Hello and welcome to the GX video series and podcast. My name is Ian Khan. In this episode that we're filming at the World Government Summit 2023, I have an incredible guest list. Today in this interview, I have with me Vincenzo Aguaro, who works with Undesa as a digital government leader. Vincenzo, welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me. You do a lot within your work, within your uh, portfolio of work. Tell us, help us understand uh, the, the, the kind of landscape that you're working in uh, and how you work within Indesa. Okay. Uh, so as you said, I uh, work for the Department of Economic and Social Affairs uh, based in New York. Uh, we support the Secretary General of the United Nations as a department. And I am in charge of uh, uh, all the issues related on digital government. So what we do is that we support the Secretariat, but also we support the member states on, uh, uh, on an analytical work uh, for all member states, 193 member states, uh, but also for capacity building, capacity development, and the intergovernmental uh, activities that we do supporting the, the, uh, the work of UN, so the different uh, you know, General Assembly and yeah. ECOSOC. Excellent. And there's so much underneath the, you know, the overall broader UN umbrella, and it's just very complex. For, for us to even understand how governments work, how the private sector works, how um, nonprofits work, right, within the digital governance and digital government landscape. Let's let's maybe help us help our listeners and uh, viewers understand some of the mandates, some of the reports that you've done, some of the findings, the research that's come out in recent days. Uh, yes, and and then you are right that the. The UN family is very complex. Sometimes it's also difficult for us to understand exactly right. the, the, the different agencies. And uh, but uh, uh, from what we do, uh, it's almost very simple. Because uh, uh, first of all, our mandate is support member states, so governments. Yeah. So uh, we focus on government, and we focus on digital government. But as you said, now uh, when we talk about digital government, we have to think more about mm -hmm. the all of government approach mm -hmm. now is also all of society approach so it's more uh, a work with all the stakeholders not only the government so the mandate is to serve the, the government but also we work and we facilitate network and partnership with the other stakeholders academia civil mm -hmm. societies mm -hmm. and uh, private sector excellent uh, in recent times you know uh, Governments are paying more attention to digital transformation. Uh, there's incredible uh, stories across the world, you know, uh, that have come up over the last 15, 20 years. You, on one hand, you look at countries like India with 1.5 billion plus people population, big scale, uh, a huge number of public servants uh, that are making digital transformation reach the people, right? And new mandates. And, and amazing things happening. Then you have smaller countries. You have the Estonias of the world who started digital transformation. They're very famous for what they did and how they powered ahead and created e-residency and some of those programs. Um, what, what are you seeing? Where is the world? Help us understand from a regional perspective who is still catching up, who's leading, uh, so that we could understand the landscape of, of digital governments. Mm, yes, and thanks for, for, for these uh, questions because uh, uh, help me to introduce one of our key program and key product 
that uh, uh, we have been uh, doing since 2001. That is the United Nations e-government survey. Mm. That is uh, a main publication of not only UNDESA but the UN. It is the only publication in the world that uh, assess the uh, maturity of e-government for all member states, 193. So what you said is exactly true. The, the landscape is so uh, diverse. You have uh, city-states, mm. you have small countries, and you have huge countries that are more, uh, uh, you know, small continents and, and yeah. regions. So the big challenges that uh, we have been facing is how to find a way to assess the measure and then to transform the, the, the analytical work in the policy recommendation yeah. for those. Yeah. So the main product that we have developed is this the survey. We publish every two years, but it's not just a publication because uh, uh, most of the uh, uh, back-end work is in terms of collecting data from all of them. Mm -hmm. We do uh, independently. We, we, we uh, uh, talk and, uh, and we ask information to the, to the government, but the uh, assessment is done by us and just to give you an example and this is the the, the last publication the government survey 2022 right. that is also available in uh, in all the languages uh, the six languages of un mm -hmm. so we just launched the the, the arabic version uh, last day here in the, in the summit um, and we provide uh, a ranking and a rating of all member states that also is a sort of benchmarking now for for many countries uh, to, to look at uh, uh, which level uh, of maturity these uh, uh, countries are in terms of, uh, of uh, uh, digital government. And of course, when you talk about digital government, you have to talk about digital transformation. Mm. So, so uh, uh, it's not just uh, you know, what was uh, uh, um, in the past uh, where digital government was just uh, uh, buying some computers and uh, some software yeah. to support. So it's much more complex, uh, as, yeah. as you said. In terms of, of uh, leading groups, um, it's very interesting because uh, uh, so far in the world, we have a group of 15 countries based on our EGDI. EGDI is the e-government development index, is our own index that uh, we use to benchmark the countries. In this group of 15, we have a group uh, of eight countries that are from Europe. Mm. Top leaders are Denmark, Sweden, UK, Netherlands, Estonia. Mm -hmm. uh, but also uh, we have uh, leaders from Asia and uh, uh, we have uh, Korea, yep. South Korea. Yep. We have Singapore, we have mm -hmm. UAE, we have Japan. In Australia, we have uh, uh, New Zealand, and oh, sorry, sorry, in the, in the, in the Pacific, right. we have New Zealand yeah. and Australia. Yeah. And then uh, in, uh, for Americas, in the group of the 15s, we have US. Uh, so these are really the top leaders um, that uh, are the highest rating class. Yeah. Yeah. But very close to this group also, there is a group of what we call very high GDI because the, the indicator is organized in, in yes, four groups, yes. very high, high, yeah. uh, middle, and low. Uh, and it's interesting to see that many other countries also are uh, um, uh, really uh, moving uh, uh, fast in order to, to, to uh, at least be in the group of very high. Mm. So far, you have uh, two really big groups. 
And uh, the, 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 I think the, the important issue to, to highlight here is that, unfortunately, uh, the digital divide between these two, two groups is wandering. Is yeah. not, is not, uh, uh, we had the, uh, you know, we thought that, uh, that because of COVID, uh, all the countries were moving faster mm. on digital transformation. Mm. This is not uh, uh, true for all the countries. Right. Right. The most advanced one, the most that were able even to take advantage from partnerships and experience from mm -hmm. the others, they were very good uh, in, in uh, take this, uh, uh, this big uh, uh, crisis as an opportunity yeah. for digital transformation. Right. But other lack behind. So now we still have almost half of the population of the world that is locked behind. Yeah. And this is a big issue. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's definitely great stories that are coming out from different regions. You look at Africa, you look at Rwanda, that's kind of going, undergoing a really great digital transformation revolution. Uh, startups are coming up, great, amazing. I think there's some, this incredible stuff happening right there. Uh, here here in, in the Middle East, you see Saudi Arabia, which is a powerhouse of um, you know, uh, being, uh, you know, a, a big uh, stakeholder within the global economy, their digital transformation projects have been steadily going. They're, they're doing incredible work. Uh, and so that's commendable. They're doing pretty yeah. fantastic stuff. Um, but there are so many pockets, even within uh, developed countries. Like if you look at India, India is such a huge country. There's such a rural population in India and it's challenging to reach each and every citizen in every corner of every uh, village in India. Uh, having said that, yes, everybody has mobile phones, everybody has cell phones, so I think it's an exciting time. How do you use technology for this digital transformation? How do you use SMS to, you know, to, I don't know, to book a doctor's appointment and like low-tech, but um, tech that's everywhere, but low-tech even to uh, used for government services. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of trends, you know? Are governments looking at the big buzzy words such, such as AI and the metaverse and what have you, or are they actually looking at reaching people with low tech? Yes, yes, you are perfectly right. And, uh, and uh, you, you brought two, um, two good uh, examples that also we highlight in our report. Uh, let me start first with Saudi Arabia, as you said, is, uh, is one of the countries that uh, really uh, uh, increased a lot in, in the ranking in the last two years. He did a very, very big jump. And, uh, but uh, what is important to say is that this cannot happen because of, uh, you know, activities that uh, you do in, uh, in one year, two yeah. years. It's really a long journey. Yeah. So sometimes, uh, uh, what uh, um, the, 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 the politicians, they don't understand that it's really important to start with good policy, but then you need time to implement mm. and you need to be consistent in terms of, uh, of uh, funding. Having said that also, India is, uh, is a very interesting uh, <coughs> uh, country. It's so big that uh, it's also very difficult to measure because uh, India per se has, uh, has uh, very, very high lights, a very, high, very, very, uh, uh, um, really advanced uh, uh, areas where they are really on top. And then there is a rural area that is very, very low in terms yeah. of development. Yeah. So what you said on how to reach 
everyone, is also one of our important uh, mission and, uh, and challenging that is uh, uh, in line with the, the uh, uh, agenda for sustainable development that one of the key pillar is uh, leaving the one behind. So reach everyone. Yeah. And what you said about uh, new technologies and, uh, and uh, new opportunities, yeah, that's great. We are discussing a lot now on the use of, of uh, AI. We know uh, recently the, 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 the OpenAI launched. Uh, yes. the, 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 so that's sure, but still, it's very important uh, to provide some simple and easy solutions yeah. using, for example, mobile, yeah. still using uh, text messages. Uh, and this uh, uh, allow me to, to, to introduce uh, another big issue that is the digital uh, divide between the, the, the municipalities and uh, cities right. and rural area. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so one of the big challenges for all the government is really to reach everyone. When I say everyone, means that uh, uh, we need to look more on the vulnerable, what we call vulnerable groups. Yeah. We are talking about uh, uh, women, uh, youth, um, young people, young generation, yeah. of course, uh, old people, mm -hmm. uh, people with disabilities, uh, immigrants, refugees. These are also the group of people that uh, we should uh, uh, reach as much yeah, as possible, yeah. and not only the citizens that somehow have all the rights yeah. and all the opportunities. Yeah. And from this point of view, uh, what uh, you can find in our report is really the principle that the digital government should work more as an equalizer yeah, and uh, do not create additional uh, digital divide. So we still push of, for in a hybrid society where the digital technology is a tool to reach everyone. Yeah. And uh, still there are very simple solutions, mobile application that's still using uh, uh, SM, uh, texts yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. that are uh, very uh, valuable. And, uh, and for example, uh, uh, the mobile use of uh, these technologies in Africa and also in India is, uh, mm -hmm. is, uh, yeah. is working very well. Yeah. So it's really important uh, to follow the new trends and to, to, to have a vision how to move on that direction. But it's really important at policy level to be able to reach everyone. Yeah. And for this reason, to find uh, also channels that are more comfortable mm -hmm. for everyone. Mm -hmm. I, I think you've shared uh, so many different insights, uh, Vincenzo. It's a, it's a great time for digital governments. It's a great time I think for us to, uh, you know, look at technology in a very practical way, uh, and you know, work between um, private and public sector has never been so needed and necessary as it is right now. And I don't think without that collaboration, anything is possible. So there's there's so many possibilities out there. But thanks so much for joining us on this uh, series. We really appreciate uh. your work and and all the hard work that you've been doing in uh, in in creating these reports. Um, and we hope you have a great time at the World Government Summit. And thank you so much. For thank you so much. Mille grazie. Thank Mille you. Grazie. And Thanks. it's been an honor having you. Uh, me too. Uh, catch the full series on gx.ae or on YouTube or on any platform where you listen to podcasts or watch your favorite shows. Take care, folks, and thank you.